What up, what up, what up? How's it going, hockey fans? Welcome into the second edition presented by ESM Sports. I'm your host, Michael, and today is Friday, March 25th, and I'm here to bring you some reviews of the games. Just like last time, I'm just going to touch on a few things of news. Of course, there's a few trades that went on that were uh, a big deal and I think will have a big impact uh, for the rest of the season with the, the teams that were involved. So yeah, we'll go right into the uh, the trades I was referring to. Claude Giroux for the first one, as most of you probably already know because it happened a few days ago. The longtime Flyer captain and legend was traded to the Florida Panthers for Owen Tippett and a first rounder. I think that's a good return, first of all, for the Flyers. Uh, getting a first rounder, obviously, is very crucial. And then Owen Tippett can provide some good... Uh, depth for them there and uh, we'll see how that goes but uh, obviously the bigger story is Claude and I think he'll provide a lot of uh, leadership for that team and he clearly shows that he still has a a lot of skill that he can provide for the team as well and of course they're going to make the playoffs so they'll they'll need those uh, leadership skills and uh, experience in the playoffs Um, but I think that's a definitely a good trade for both sides and right away last night had two assists in that game versus Canadians so Obviously, he's going to fit right in, and he's already showing it in that game. I guess we can touch on that a little bit more in a little bit. But to continue the trade talk before we get into that game, um, just wanted to mention the Max Domi trade as well. Uh, He gets traded to the Carolina Hurricanes in a three-way trade involving the Blue Jackets and Panthers. So the Jackets originally are the team that, that had him, and they traded him to the Panthers. And then the, the Panthers turned around and traded him to the Hurricanes. So that's where the three-way trade is involved. And the Jackets ended up getting a fifth-year senior defenseman from Wisconsin, Tyler Inamoto. And then uh, the Panthers ended up getting a forward from the KHL, Igor Korshikov, uh, who was drafted 31st overall in 2016 by the Leafs. And he appeared in one game for them in 2019-2020. So there's a lot of the uh, salary cap stuff that was moved around too, so a lot of it probably had to do with that. Um, he's having an okay year. I mean, I remember when he first got in the league, he was like pretty hyped up, and he's kind of uh, cooled down a bit, I guess. And he's he's at nine goals, twenty three assists this year, so he'll obviously still provide. I mean, the the skill is clearly there, so we'll just see if he puts it all together with a, a team that has a bunch of talent around him. But I guess that's it for the news. Or I'll bring up the the fact that the Maple Leafs are wearing their Justin Bieber jerseys now. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. I know he has a bad um, reputation for like cursing teams that he like reps a jersey for. So I don't know if that's the best thing for Toronto to be doing right now. If you guys have seen the jerseys, it's I guess they're reversible too. But uh, I actually really like the the blue. And black one, but the the yellow one is weird. I don't really understand whether what he was thinking with that one. Almost looks like a Steelers jersey or something, but it's got like a, a smiley face in the the maple leaf. So yeah, it looks a little weird, but I, I definitely dig the the blue and black one at least. But we'll see if that ends up biting them because, like I said, there's that Justin Bieber curse with jerseys and stuff. So we'll see. I mean, they're cursed enough, you know, not even getting past the first round. In how long? So we'll see if that even makes it worse. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to some games now, though. First game, I guess we can go back to that that Claude Giroux game. 
like I said, it was his debut game and he ended up dishing out two assists and they beat the Canadians four to three. And some of his teammates were just talking him up after and just saying how impressive it is that he is in his first game. And it seemed like, you know, he's already been on the team for a while. So not not very surprising just because we all know how talented he is and how much he still has in the, the tank. Spencer Knight made 28 saves, though, in that game. And I don't know if you guys saw, but he made an incredible diving save to his right when the puck like seemingly was behind him. And there was a wide open net for the Canadians. Uh, he like dove backwards and to the right and and kept it out. I don't know how, but it, it was pretty sweet to see. If you guys haven't seen that, check definitely check it out. The Oilers and Sharks ended up facing off. Drysettle has his 43rd and 44th goals now on the season. That's just crazy to think because, I mean, as a Red Wings fan, I haven't seen someone go off for that many goals basically in my lifetime. So that's such a big number to me. And he extended his his point streak to seven games, which obviously is impressive as well. Of course, McDavid is involved too. He has an eight-game point streak now, and he is the NHL leader in points. At 95 and 64 games, which pretty sure is relatively solid. <laughs> he he like blew past um, uh, Huberto on the, the Panthers. I remember last time I was doing this, he was in the lead. And now if you check, it's McDavid's in the lead by like seven points, which is just crazy. He's been on a tear, obviously, in that eight-game point streak. But it will be interesting to watch their team in the playoffs or hang on to that third spot um, in their division. So they're most likely going to make the playoffs. And um, obviously they're a team that no one really wants to face just because of those two guys and just the offensive power. But um, they just, of course, haven't really had any success. And history is not really on their side lately. So um, those will definitely be one of the teams to watch going forward and seeing how they can progress through the playoffs. Moving on to the Predators and Knights. Got uh, This one was a little scary if uh, you guys watch this game. You know I'm referring to, but if you don't, Brett Howden on the Golden Knights was stretchered off after like a 10-minute delay when he got boarded by Philip Forsberg. Pretty nasty hit, and um, I wonder what you guys all think because the coach of the Knights, Peter DeBoer, came out and said that he thinks it was a dirty hit, and Brett Howden was in a really vulnerable position, and he shouldn't have been hit like that. It looks to me that he was losing his balance already near the boards and he had the puck and um, someone else on the Predators kind of hit him from behind. So he he starts stumbling and then Philip Forsberg comes in and, and kind of like, I don't know if you can even say he hits him because he almost just like love taps him. But since he was already losing balance, Howden goes just like head first into the boards and it was just obviously a gruesome gruesome thing to watch and scary to watch because he was down for a while and you just knew that um just that head and neck area was possibly like seriously affected and he ended up um being stretched off but like gave the thumbs up and stuff so that's good and the uh, the news after was that uh he was fine in the hospital as well but just clearly like i said a scary hit to watch and then again i don't know how you guys feel about the hit but uh, the Golden Knights coach didn't didn't like it at all, and he he thought there certainly should have been a penalty at least, and it it was uh, definitely up for debate because, like I said, I I thought I saw that he was just stumbling, and it was just kind of a bad timing thing, and it all just like kind of happened very quickly. But um, we'll, we'll see if there's any 
any uh, suspensions or something like that. But I, I think the league will probably look at it the way I'm looking at it. But yeah, moving on from that. Um, oh, and by the way, they don't play the Predators and Knights don't play each other for the rest of the season. So we won't have any one of those possible, you know, like revenge game type of things unless they be in the playoffs, which would definitely be pretty intense. That's pretty much it for the review of the games that I'll just touch on for now, just because we're already, you know, 12 minutes in. And I, I wanted to keep these just 10 to 15 minutes usually every week. Um, I'm going to start just uh, quickly previewing the, the games for today, though, and just giving you, uh, I guess, predictions. And I'll just, like, start keeping track of my wins and losses for, for these Friday games. But uh, first matchup is the Capitals and Sabres. Obviously, the the Capitals will be favored in this game. Sabres are, you know, better than their their record, I think, too. And and since the Jack Eichel trade, I think it was it was good for everyone involved, and um, they've been playing better since then. But I'll take the the Capitals to win. I'll take them to cover as well. I think it's a a goal and a half. So I say they win by two. Um. And then we have the Penguins and Rangers. Penguins have been rolling and Crosby has been rolling, but so has Panarin on the other side. So, yeah, the Penguins are favored by a goal and a half as well. I'm going to take the Rangers in that at plus one and a half goals. So I'm I'm writing these down. Washington, I'm taking at minus a goal and a half. Rangers, I'm taking at plus a goal and a half. And then next game, we have Jackets and Jets. Don't really know too much about either of these teams. Uh, I know, obviously, the Jackets just got rid of Domi, though. So I'll take the Jets in this game. And how about we'll pick uh, under six and a half goals in that game as well. I don't know why. I'm just feeling it, you know. Uh, Flyers Avalanche. I think this is the easiest game of my life. The Flyers have been struggling, and then they just lost their captain as well. And they looked pretty bad against the Red Wings the other day. So I will take Avalanche and the goals at minus one and a half. Um, obviously, potentially the best team in the league this year. So I think it's going to be too much for the Flyers. And then last game of that uh, tonight would be Coyotes-Flames. Coyotes uh, were on a roll for a while, beating some pretty good teams and then embarrassing the Red Wings. But uh, I'll take my boy Johnny Hockey in, in those flames and say that they cover at a uh, minus a goal and a half as well. So just to recap, I have Capitals minus goal and a half. I have uh, Rangers plus a goal and a half. I have the over in the um, Jackets and uh jets game then i have the avalanche covering at minus a goal and a half and then the flames covering at minus a goal and a half write it down roast me when they're probably all wrong but uh don't be too harsh because you know i usually get all my bets wrong and i'm a terrible better but hey i admit that and i think everyone else should too because i don't know if i've ever met a good better but um that's gonna do it for us today uh, on this second edition of Frozen Friday. I really appreciate everyone that's tuning in and checking it out. Like I said, I'll I'll uh, take any suggestions for like new stuff or if you guys have any topics or particular things you want me to talk about, I'm definitely open to all that. Um, again, I appreciate everyone listening. Hope you have a good week. Uh, go Red Wings. And you already know, Detroit versus everybody. <laughs>